Today, we are exploring the five essential practical strategies that have helped me and countless others strike the perfect balance between creativity and growing a successful business. My hope is that by the end of our conversation, you'll have new ideas ready to implement today. Whether you're in the early stages of a business idea or you are in the throes of growing your business, I would love to help you find that sweet spot between following your true creative vision and running a successful and profitable business. Welcome to Passion to Profit, a weekly podcast to help support big-hearted creative thinkers, small business owners and entrepreneurs to transform their knowledge, expertise and passion into successful and profitable businesses. I'm Philippa Craddock and I'm obsessed with all things business, marketing and strategy. I left my corporate role over 10 years ago to pursue a huge dream. In a few short years, I grew my design-led business from kitchen table to a seven-figure global brand. Today, I want to help you to establish and grow your business. Think of this as your go-to resource for all things business, marketing, and strategy. I'll break down complex topics and I'll strip away all the jargon so that you can focus on what really matters. Grab yourself a seat and a notepad and join me every week. Welcome to the Passion to Profit podcast. As a creative entrepreneur, you might find yourself in a constant struggle between following your artistic vision and growing a successful business. After all, you want to create something unique, but at the same time, it has to be a truly viable and profitable business you need to make a living out of it. Now, I know this only too well, as when I first started my creative business, many around me queried whether I'd managed to turn my passion into a viable offering. I was previously working in a corporate role and with a young family, it was important to be able to maintain the same level of income. I had to ensure I could generate a living from my business quickly. And at the same time, it was so important to me to love what I was doing in a day-to-day role that incorporated my creativity. Finding the right balance between creativity and business can be challenging, but it is certainly possible. I would love to share five brilliant tips with you. Number two, you can apply straight after this episode. And number five is perhaps the most important of all. Each tip will help you to achieve the right balance between being able to focus on your creativity and thrive as a successful, profitable business owner. Number one is to set clear goals and priorities. To balance creativity and business, it's essential to set clear goals and priorities for your work. I believe it's so important your goals must genuinely excite you. These are not laborious tasks, but a clear vision of something that will bring huge value and benefit into your life. Goals that you will continue to strive for, particularly when you hit obstacles and come up against challenges. They should also be a mixture of big, audacious goals, ones that may well scare you a little or perhaps a lot, but in a really healthy, positive way, and goals that you can see yourself achieving relatively quickly. The mixture between exciting and realistic goals will help you to keep the focus that you need. Within my first few years, one of my biggest goals was to secure a concession for my brand within Selfridges & Co. London. 
which was at the time and still is today one of the world's best and biggest department stores. It was one of those completely crazy audacious goals. At the time, I was just working from my kitchen table and had I said my goal out loud, I honestly would have been laughed at. I kept this one quiet, but worked continuously towards this very definite goal. There were, of course, times where I completely doubted whether this would happen and questioned my levels of ambition, but it was made easier to continue to pursue as alongside this huge goal, I was also setting much smaller achievable goals and the combination gave me excitement and ambition, as well as the feeling of possibility as I began to tick off the much, much smaller but still important goals. One of my smaller goals at the time, for example, was to create a template for my design document, something that I have full control of and simply needed to do some research and my own time to make it happen. And if you're wondering, after two years of persistence and somewhere in the region of five very definite no's, I did finally open my branded concession in the food hall within Selfridges & Co. I'll share more on this process in an upcoming episode as there were so many learnings, both approaches that I really feel that you could follow and absolutely plenty of mistakes that you can avoid. Coming up with your goals will and should take a little time. Give yourself the headspace to work out what's really important for you and your business. And for those bigger targets, break them down into bite-sized chunks, each one becoming a smaller task. For example, with Selfridges & Co, my very first goal was to find the correct contact within Selfridges before I even considered contacting them. This goal in itself was pretty big at the time and I knew it would take a few weeks and plenty of investigation and dead ends. It was a goal in its own right and it was where I placed my initial focus rather than being overwhelmed with a somewhat ridiculous goal of kitchen table to significant and notable concession. By breaking the steps down, this helped me to keep focused and stopped me from feeling overwhelmed and helped me to feel that the dream remained a possibility. What I would love you to do right now is grab that journal or perhaps it's just a simple blank piece of paper and write down that big audacious goal that has been sort of sitting at the back of your mind for a while and you've been quite scared to say it out loud. Now it could be something as big as taking a concession in a huge department store or perhaps it's something smaller but in your mind it is still absolutely audacious. Write that down right now and then when you come to the end of the episode then within the same journal or notepad write down a combination of your weekly, monthly and annual goals both those very realistic ones and also more of those audacious ones. Now, alongside your goals, it is essential to set financial targets. With a clear head, work out the exact income that you need to generate from your business to ensure you can have a balanced lifestyle and include these figures alongside your goal. Don't forget, we're looking to create a business that brings us a huge amount of joy, but it has to be a viable business, something that we can draw a salary from. When you have clear goals and financial targets written down to refer back to, it becomes so much easier to focus on what's really important and it helps you to avoid getting sidetracked by distractions. Number two, stay organized and efficient. Running a successful creative business requires high levels of organization and efficiency. The wonderful balancer in life is time. We all have the exact 
same amount of time available, the same 24 hours in every day. And it is up to each of us to decide how we best allocate our time. You can use tools like project management software and time tracking apps to streamline your work and stay on top of deadlines and to help you steadily work towards each of your goals. I have tried many different software platforms, but often I find that they are necessarily complicated. If you prefer minimalism like me, simply create a series of tables in a Word document, one for each week, accounting for seven days, and add your daily tasks. I then colour each box once a task is complete, which I find really satisfying. Create a schedule for your workday, either using a dedicated platform or create your own, and prioritise your tasks based on their importance and urgency. By staying organised and efficient, knowing at the start of each week and every day exactly what you have to do, you'll be able to focus and start your projects quickly without wasting time. And ultimately, you'll be able to devote more time to the creative aspects of your business that you love. Often that feeling of wanting someone else's business and lifestyle is not actually admiration of their life, but instead it's the desire for their processes and systems. This is what you are admiring and this simply comes down to focusing on organisation and efficiency. When you have the right focus on efficiency and streamlining your processes, you can then devote more of your time to the creativity in your business, the area that you love and brings you the greatest sense of satisfaction. Number three, collaborate with like-minded brands and individuals. Collaboration is a brilliant way to balance creativity and business and grow your audience and brand. It's essential to find like-minded individuals who share your creative vision and work ethic and collaborate with them on projects that can benefit both of you. Ideally, you're looking for a brand outside of your own field, but with a really similar style and ethos. It's great to collaborate with a mixture of brands that are both smaller and bigger than you. Now, really interestingly, I have found some of my most successful collaborations have been when I've partnered with much smaller businesses. These smaller businesses have a huge advantage as often they have very loyal and strong relationships with their customers, which is very powerful when it comes to collaborations. Whether with big or small brands, the most successful collaborations are the ones when both parties are aligned in their vision and where they both benefit equally. Collaborations can help you expand your creative ideas, learn new skills and gain exposure to new audiences. They can lead to rich relationships that can often take you in really exciting directions. As long as these align with your goals, then that is perfect. Plus, they can be a great way to share the workload and reduce the stress of running a specific project. Number four, keep learning and growing. As a creative entrepreneur, it's so important to keep learning and growing. Almost everything in business moves at a pretty fast pace with trends, technology, and your customers' needs changing regularly. Throughout the last 10 years, we have continually evolved and explored and embraced new concepts, offerings, and systems. And I'm certain this is one of the key reasons for our continued success. 
There are so many free resources available online, including publications to read, videos to watch, and podcasts to listen to. And for areas where you want a deep dive, there are incredible workshops, online courses, books, and networks with other creative professionals that you can join to stay up to date with the latest trends, techniques, and systems in your field. By continuously improving your skills and knowledge, you'll be able to create more innovative and unique work, which can help you stand out in a crowded market. And for me, this ongoing learning helps me to continually find new solutions and streamline my processes so I can become more efficient as my business grows and maintain an ongoing passion and excitement for all of my projects. I'm sure the same will be for you too. Number five, stay true to your artistic vision. Finally, it is essential to stay true to your artistic vision. Don't compromise your creativity for the sake of making a quick profit or pleasing others. Instead, focus on creating work that speaks to your unique perspective and values. Remember that your creativity is what sets you apart from others in your field and it's what makes your work special and valuable. A great example of a perfect balance between creativity and growing a really successful business while staying true to its artistic vision is Patagonia. Founded in 1973, Patagonia is an outdoor clothing and gear company that has built its brand around environmental activism and a commitment to sustainable practices. Patagonia's unique perspective and values are deeply ingrained in the company's ethos, which is evident in their product design, materials, supply chain, and marketing efforts. The company has consistently stayed true to its artistic vision by creating products that are both functional and environmentally friendly. They have introduced numerous innovative materials and processes in their products, such as using recycled polyester, organic cotton, and fair trade certified sewing. Patagonia also differentiates itself through its activism, donating 100% of its profits to environmental organizations and supporting grassroots campaigns. This dedication to environmental and social causes has helped create a loyal customer base who appreciate the customer's values and are willing to pay a premium for their products. Despite being aware of competitors and trends in the outdoor industry, Patagonia has stayed focused on what makes their brand uniquely their own by prioritizing sustainability, ethical practices and environmental activism. By doing so, Patagonia has managed to strike the perfect balance between creativity and growing a hugely successful business. Another really good example with a much smaller and equally inspiring brand is Little Seed Farm, a family-owned and operated business founded by Eileen and James Ray in 2012. They create handmade organic skincare products using sustainable farming practices on their farm in Tennessee. Little Seed Farm's unique perspective and values are rooted in their commitment to sustainable agriculture, small-scale production, and the use of all natural ingredients. They prioritize sourcing ingredients locally and growing many of the herbs and botanicals used in their products on their farm. This connection to the land and the community sets them apart from other skincare brands. 
The brand's packaging reflects its artisan nature and emphasizes the handcrafted small batch production of their products. Their marketing efforts focus on telling the story of their farm and the benefits of using natural organic ingredients in skincare. This approach helps them to foster a sense of authenticity and trust in their customers. Little Seed Farm has successfully carved out a niche in the natural skincare market by staying true to its artistic vision and focusing on sustainability, local production and high quality ingredients. By doing so, they have also managed to strike that perfect balance between creativity and growing a highly successful business. I often talk about putting blinkers on to help you keep focused on your own creativity, vision and goals. Now, of course, it is important to keep aware of what's happening in your own industry. You can absolutely be inspired and learn from others, but it is far more important to not worry too much about what everybody else is up to and instead to remain focused on what's more important to you and what makes your brand and voice uniquely you. Balancing creativity and business can be challenging, but it is certainly not impossible. By setting clear goals, staying organized, collaborating with others, continuously learning and staying true to your artistic vision, you can truly succeed and thrive as a creative entrepreneur. I really hope you have found these five tips helpful. Now, remember, it's all about setting clear goals, staying organized, collaborating with others, continuously learning, and staying true to your artistic vision. By embracing these strategies, you'll be well on your way to achieving the balance you need to succeed and thrive within your creative business. Thank you for joining me today and I look forward to sharing more insights in future episodes. Until then, stay creative, stay focused and keep chasing your dreams. <laughs>